Hello, welcome to Awkwardly Anna. I'm your host, Anna Barr. I am a certified life coach. And as a professional life coach, I help you get unstuck, take effective action, and back it all up with true belief in all God created you to be. I lead you to a life lived balanced, joyful, and filled with purpose. And that starts right here on the podcast with embracing any perceived feelings of awkwardness and instead getting comfortable with who you are and bold with who you are. Let's get started. Okay, I am having to completely re-record. Not that you guys want to hear that, but I recorded this entire podcast with the very whole beginning with my mic not working. So I know better and I know to test things beforehand, but you know what? I'm learning and I hope that you guys see that uh, we all are learning and growing and you're never too old to learn from awesome mistakes that you make. So here we are. Point being, today is episode 62, how to instantly be a better person in life. And I specifically picked this title because I think it's ridiculous. Um, I grew up in the 90s Christian church, so I understand um, that feeling of guilt keeping you out of heaven and earning your way to heaven, not as severely as probably some generations before me or religions before me. I'm not knocking religion at all. It's just that learning as we go. (laughs) Another prime example of learning as we go. And I was a big checklist. Um, If I didn't hit this, 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 I needed to be this caliber of person for God to love me. And um, I have since learned that we are broken and we are human and we need God. So the more we quote unquote feel like we fail, it's just to show how much we need him and are dependent on him. So it's not about how good we are. That's the <laughs> why this title is so silly. But I do mean that by doing these things, you feel better in life. They are things that help you show up more authentically and more truly yourself in life and help you, you know, to go to bed with a a clear head and to sleep soundly and to not wake up with anxiety on your heart, but wake up with joy on your heart, to not worry that you have sent the wrong text to someone and just potentially ruined a relationship just to not have those kind of problems. And of course, I come at this never as a, oh, look what I do. It's not that. It's lessons I've learned and lessons I'm still learning and things that I have found and I've coached people on that just work. So I hope that you find these five tips helpful and I hope that you stick around for the fifth one because I am totally throwing myself under the bus and I think you guys will really relate to this. So let's get started again. Okay, number one on how to instantly be a better person in life is to be truthful and this is exactly how it sounds. Tell the truth. Tell it in kindness and love. Tell the truth to other people. If you're afraid that someone's not going to like you know, maybe you're not meeting a deadline and you're afraid to just communicate that. Be honest. Say where you're at, where you feel like you're struggling and how you feel like you're not going to meet something. Just be truthful. You do it in kindness and love and it's always going to come across so much better and people really can relate to things like this. Now, kindness and love, a special emphasis on that. This doesn't mean be truthful and tell everyone your opinion on them, what you think about them. I don't mean that. I mean when it comes to you. Um, something you've done, not done, an expectation you've met or not met, a feeling you have, um, be truthful. Don't, this could go, an example of this could be in a relationship. If you do not see a future with a person you are with, 
in kindness and in love, be truthful. Don't hang someone on. Don't keep doing that. Be truthful that you love and adore the friendship, but you don't see a future. So, you know, just be truthful and things like that. These are simple examples. Uh, think of anywhere in your life that you just sometimes aren't truthful. Oh, here's here's one I hear all the time. Um, sorry, I didn't see your text or something like that. Just be truthful. Hey, I saw your text and my kids went crazy and I set my phone down and it just, life got life, you know, life got to be in life and I'm getting back now to responding to you. Just be truthful. Um, I've found that even in myself for a while, I was lying in little ways that because it was quote unquote little ways, I'm even still using that weak language. It felt better. You know, if I didn't want to let someone down, um, I, I would, you know, sugarcoat something or I felt it was sugarcoating, but it was just lying. So just be honest. Um, I'm not going to be able to make it to this because it's not in our budget this week. Or I can't make it to this because um, we have way too much on our plate this weekend. And that's really just going to put us over uh, the balanced lifestyle we're seeking right now. You know, it, it's okay. And again, it's in kindness, kindness and love. Always go, if it's something like the examples I just gave, you tell people, you know, I love spending time with you guys. I want to make sure it's quality. You know, I want to I want to be present when we do spend time together. Uh, can't wait. Let's pick another date. You know, think those are just think of any example you can think of and where there's an area where you're not fully truthful and see how you could do this differently in kindness and love. And this is an area I work with people on if you need help with this, um, with just kind of showing up with more integrity in your conversations it could be professionally, personally, um, with a parent, an adult parent, um, reach out to me. This is, I'd love to coach you on this. But another area that I really want you to work on with being truthful, this includes to yourself. So again, in kindness and love, be truthful to yourself. If you're someone that speaks really ugly to yourself and you say you're ugly, are you really ugly? No, you're not. So don't speak lies to yourself either. Be truthful to yourself. You're fearfully and wonderfully made. You are one of God's children. You are, you know, perfectly made. You were loved from the day you were created. You know, just speak truth over yourself too. Um, don't let yourself get into just sloppy, ugly thinking to yourself. And sometimes you can neutralize that big feeling of having to be kind to yourself. Um, sometimes if you go at this as like a detective looking for truth in deciphering lies, it really neutralizes the overwhelming feeling of learning to speak kindly to yourself when you're someone that currently doesn't. So this is a strategy that I found very helpful in just writing down the lies you tell yourself and then the next time you sit down, maybe even the next day or a few hours later, write a truth for every single one of those lies and rip up the lies. Um, that's something you can do that's very effective with being more truthful to yourself and kindness and love. Speaking of throwing things away, the next thing I call trash it. So <laughs> this seems so silly, but throw away your trash. Throw away your stuff. Um recycle if you recycle, you know, and then look into where your recycling is going and, you know, get involved in that and just care about putting stuff where it goes and cleaning up after yourself. 
that's such a good, simple way to show up better in this life. And it's a great thing to teach your kids that just shows, it shows discipline, but discipline in that you care about your environment around you, you care about the people around you, and you care about your own personal self-standard for life. So third one we're going to get to, but after a quick ad break. Thank you. I know I said thank you, but just thanks for listening still after the ad. Okay, welcome back. Glad you're still here. Number three, question. What this means is ask someone how they are doing or how their week is going and listen with the sole purpose of just hearing them. Being someone in that day in their life that hears them. When you commit to being someone with healthy boundaries on this, when you commit to being someone that hears people, that lets people know someone hears them, you will be shocked at how much beautifully you respect yourself and you show up in a way that makes you proud um, and you listen to yourself better. You just, in general, you just listen better. You listen to those around you better when you're committed to just even once a day, I'm going to ask one person how they're doing and I'm going to listen to what they say and I'm going to listen so well that I could tell someone else in the afternoon what that person said. Think of it in that way. You know, could I say two hours later, could I restate how the person told me they were doing? And just practice that. Don't put a lot of pressure on it. It could be one person you work with. It could be your spouse. It could be a, a friend or a family member. It could be your kid. It could be, you know, I'm going to ask the the worker where I get lunch. I'm just going to ask them today and see if I can remember later what they said. Okay. And it's just a really great way to show self-respect and respect for others. Now, number four. Be selfish. What? This is not going to be one of those, I do whatever I want, I'm showing up for me. It's not one of those things. When I say be selfish, I mean every time that you feel the need to talk about someone, pray for them. And then take it one step further and think on what about them is irritating you so much that you wanted to share it with someone else. And then another step further, see how this could be something that you actually need to work on. A lot of times when we're so irritated by someone, we have an unmet expectation, an area we personally feel insecure, or a hurt that we've never dealt with. And all of this is okay. It makes you human. Again, I want to reiterate, if I'm sharing these with you, it's because I've had to learn these and continuously learn them. Uh, I don't say this ever from a place of judgment or perfection. That's never what we're seeking or going for. But this is so important to do this exercise and write it out. It's really, this is one that really is best done with someone else. So you could be committed to doing this with your spouse, with a best friend, with someone you're dating. Um, you could, of course, also, this is something you can very effectively work with a life coach on. It's really good working with a life coach like myself, because then it's a neutral party that is going to not have, you know, this 
preconceived like, oh, I know this about this person or this about this person. It's just neutral and it's a really healthy space um, to do that and work on this. And again, don't beat yourself up over if you currently are someone who talks about someone a lot. Don't beat yourself up over this, but do seek to be intentional about this being something you're actively working on. And if you have a person in your life that is your most common person you talk about others with, it is okay to lovingly sit down with that person or have a conversation with that person and say, hey, here's something I'm working on. You don't have to do it too, but it's just something that I've really seen in myself that I want to change because it's making me feel so yucky. I don't like how I'm showing up for myself. Um, and it's something I'm actively going to be working on. So here's what I'm going to do each time I feel compelled. Um, just so you know, <laughs> you know, it's okay to have that conversation with a person in your life that is your comfortable person and you've gotten into a groove with talking about others and they might want to do this with you and they might not. The point of sharing that is not to change them. I want to remind everyone that we don't change people. We change ourselves. We love others and we put boundaries where needed. Okay. So Number five, the last one. This is the one I told you that I'm going to throw myself under the bus on. <laughs> but this one I call put it down. And you might already know what I'm talking about. Put down your phone after you finish listening to this podcast. <laughs> but seriously, put down your phone. Just put it down more often. And this doesn't mean all day you don't have a phone. It just means more often put your phone down. Seek to do this more than you currently do. You don't even have to put a time on it. You don't have to put these strict restrictions on it. Just pick a time of the day where you're like, you could even say the three o'clock hour, you find yourself scrolling a lot in the three o'clock hour or not paying attention to people around you in the three o'clock hour. I don't know why I picked the three o'clock hour, but it's an example. Say that you're going to put your phone down in the three o'clock hour. Or it could be that you really find that your bedtime routine is scrolling on your phone before you fall asleep and commit to, at this time, I'm putting my phone down. Sometimes it helps to have a little phrase, put it down, is a helpful phrase to not have this like big looming, I'm trying to use my phone less. I'm trying to not be on my phone so much. I'm trying to, we at our core are children that don't like to be told what to do and don't like to be disciplined. <laughs> so, so sometimes we have to really get to where we're treating ourselves as such. And if you need a little fun phrase or you need a catchy phrase, use it. It's effective. It helps. Now, okay, I was reading on, let me make sure I don't mess this up, EliteContentMarketer.com had some, and I'll link this in the show notes so you can read more on your own, but it said that they said that the average U.S. adult spends three hours and 43 minutes on their mobile devices. I fall into three hours and 14 minutes. I found this using, um, I have an Android device. You just go to settings and digital well-being and it'll tell you and it tells you what you're spending your phone, on, your time on. Um, but that's roughly 50 days a year, they said. So that's over a month. That's almost two months of your life every year. And that feels yucky. Now, I will say that I like that Android breaks it up so I can see two apps that I'm using are for work. So I, I get to see that it's one to two hours a day on work. Um, so that's really helpful. So you can, I, I'm not positive how iPhones work, but you can Google this and people do YouTube videos on it and tutorials on it to find out for you. 
um, just to do a remember guilt-free analysis on how much time you're spending on your phone. And when you do this, don't do it to prove how terrible you are, what a bad person you are. That again, the irony of this title was to just point out the ridiculousness of that whole concept of being like a bad person or a better person or the best person. Just go at this as you're someone who wants to show up better in your own life and be proud of who you are maybe more proud than you currently are. And this is a really nice way to do this. And how this makes you a better person is that you feel often better, feel less anxious, possibly less depressed. I'm not talking clinically so on either of those two, Um, but it reduces those feelings of that, the tendencies of feeling that. You might communicate better and in relationships, or pay attention more to your kids, your spouse, someone you're dating. You just show up better for yourself and for other people when you put it down, when you put that phone down a little bit more. So again, all of these areas are, all five of these categories are super easy to do. They are free to do and they take very little time. If any of these are areas that you really need some accountability and seek accountability on these and a neutral party that can just help you crush these and show up differently and see how you're showing up differently, please reach out to me. You can email me helloannabar at gmail.com or check out my website awkwardlyanna.com and check out my life coaching options. And let's get started chatting on how I could help you with accomplishing these goals. So thanks for listening, guys. Thanks again for listening to the podcast today. Be sure to take the time to leave a review. I really appreciate those so much and it helps more people find this podcast. So does sharing it, posting about it. And I love to hear your guys' reviews. So thank you so much. Again, if there's an area of your life that you just wish were a little more balanced, a little less overwhelmed, and quite a bit fuller, reach out to me and see if my one-on-one life coaching would be a good fit for you. You can find all this information in the show notes or visit www.awkwardlyanna.com. 